the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, sponsored by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do. Guaranteed Irish is a national organisation that supports all businesses based in Ireland that sustain jobs, communities and provenance. It is denoted by the iconic G symbol that has been around for almost 50 years now. The national symbol of trust for businesses and consumers, it identifies products and services that are an altogether better choice for the life of our communities and indeed Ireland. Hi there, I'm Breed O'Connell and joining me today is Margaret Burke, Service Director of Positive Systems Solutions. Margaret, you're very welcome. Thanks very much, Breed. Delighted to have you here. Positive Systems Solutions. Tell us, what is it? So at Positive, we provide EPOS systems for small to medium right through to enterprise um, businesses across Ireland. We actually have a number of customers in the UK and we've started working with the uh, partners, retail partners in the US in the last few weeks as oh, well. Great. Yeah. So. so it's a solution, a software solution for retailers. Exactly. OK, so there's a lot of you out there in the marketplace. What's special about Positive? We believe what makes us more unique is the experience the customer has. When they come to us, we look at their overall business, not just a POS system. You have to look at things like, right, who are who are their e-commerce providers um, they need to integrate because all of that is such a big part of it. But it's also explaining and uh, doing preparation in relation to planning how everything is going to happen. If it's a system migration or it's a brand new system, they're two different processes. But by having um, pre-project calls with the customers, we can explain everything to them in a way that they understand. Retailers are not IT people. Of course. And we're, we're very aware of that. So we don't try to confuse. We don't try to throw in loads of jargon there that makes it complex to understand. Um, retailers know their business and positive know our business. So we know how to do this very, very successfully after 16 years. Great. Well, I like the holistic approach and I agree with you. So many people are blinded by what they should be doing, could be doing, don't fully understand it. So it's wonderful when you find um, a company in technology that can speak the language you need to hear and actually deliver because a lot of them will tell you what you want to hear but won't deliver. So it's wonderful to see that and great success for uh, your company uh, in terms of uh, 16 years out there. So it's obviously going from strength to strength. It is. We've continually been trying to develop the company and when I say develop the company it's about talking to our customers understanding their issues and their pain points and their problems. What do they need help with? What do we need to put in place to make more efficient use of time in the stores, get the information back to them, either via report or whatever medium they need to solve the issues that they have. And this is a very big thing for us. So it is. Um, and it's exactly what you said. It's a holistic approach. It's looking at the e-commerce provider. It's looking at payment integration. It's looking at shipping modules, mm. text messaging services, all of that. Um, all of those elements are now such a big part of retail. Yeah. And actually retail is on, I suppose, unsure ground at the moment out there, particularly post-COVID, 
we've just been talking about the bricks and mortar versus online e-commerce solutions. You know, what do you see for the future in your side of the retail experience? Obviously, customer experience is really key. um, And I think that's going to be critical online or in store. Um, Where do you see the opportunities for your business? Well, to be honest, it was funny during COVID, um, you would expect because doors were closed that people weren't looking at systems and implementing systems. We were just as busy during COVID because what people were realising was, one, they now need an online platform to sell from. So customers who never had this infrastructure before realised, geez, I need to get online. Quickly. Very quickly, yeah. yeah. And as well as that, what businesses need to realise is that just because the there may be a possible recession or whatever is to come in the future, you can't not invest in your systems because without having that information on where your inventory is at and your stock is accurate, it's leading to problems where people are buying something online and now it's not available in the store and somebody has to ring from the store and tell that customer, sorry, we don't actually have that in stock. Um, and that's that's not the kind of reviews you want to get online that, oh, I bought this from X website. They didn't even have it in stock and it's it's just been so frustrating, wouldn't recommend them. So businesses are understanding all of this now and the necessity for the online uh, medium to be there. And we can see with Gen Z who are now entering the workforce, the way they look at things is very different to how even us millennials uh, uh, do our online shopping and all of that. Well, uh, I hear you on that one. That's for sure. There's totally different um, standards required and I suppose intolerance of delays is not acceptable. Um, So we need to look at all of that and how it's been delivered. So obviously it's a big opportunity for your business. In terms of um, the EPOS System Buyer's Guide, how does that assist businesses? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so it's It is about looking at what's out there. Every system doesn't fit every business. Um, We don't push our system in the grocery industry because it's not a great fit for it. We work more in the retail sector, a parallel hardware store, school bookstores, bike stores, all of that kind of uh, industry. And um, you, you have to find the right fit. And it's not just about the system as well. Like we've had in the last year, three customers come to us who had got EPOS systems and found that the EPOS system didn't fit the requirements because, for example, one of them had customer accounts and the new, the EPOS system they got didn't handle customer accounts. Right. And this was a nightmare for them after spending thousands of euros mm. implementing this system. So you have to do business analysis um, and whoever you're talking to, they have to be interested in your business, understanding your requirements and ensuring that the, the system will meet those requirements at the end of the day. You strike me listening to you that you really take that as the, the number one thing where you, you, you look out um, with a new p- potential client um, and positive decides, look, these are around for us and then you really go at it more holistically than others. Um, Is that something you've done from the get-go or is it something you've learned it's better to look after the space that you're in rather than trying to do everything for everybody? Is that just something you've learned over the time? 
Look, we have an outlook in work and everybody um, takes this outlook on board. We want to be the best at what we do. And if you try to do too many different sectors, Mm. you're not going to be the best. Um, Exactly. You're going to be medium at everything. So, yes, we're very specific in who we target, but we're really, really um, good at what we do. Everybody from the sales team right through to the end support technicians who are all uh, in-house in Dublin behind the support desk giving support to customers for years afterwards. I have customers from 2006 okay. that are still with us. Great. And um, Well that's a testament in itself. And can I ask you then Margaret in terms of the after sales service because I would imagine the upgrades and new requirements and new changes in terms of VAT etc all that kind of stuff. I assume all those are constantly being upgraded for your clients. You're spot on. Anyone working in retail knows that it's an evolving environment. Something that was bells and whistles five years ago is mandatory. Mm. Now it changes and it's constantly changing. And uh, the systems we work with both uh, for the small to medium uh, businesses, it's a programme called RMH. I actually, in positive, we work with the product director of RMH and we have a monthly call. It used to be fortnightly where we would give him feedback on what customers were looking for, what bugs were there. We're very, very involved with with um, our, our software vendors and uh, the same for LS Retail. I would know the product director of LS Retail over in Iceland um, mm. and the product director of the RMH system. And we have relationships with those and they're fantastic at taking, uh, taking on board our feedback. They actually had a conference there in Florida last week and uh, I sat on an implementation panel for best practices on implementations because I've been giving them so much feedback over the years. That's great. And coming out of Ireland, what are the new current trends that you're noticing in the IT industry? Retailers are looking for a more frictionless and contactless retail experience. So even for um, the, the businesses, they want things to run very smoothly, mm. very efficiently, very effectively. Um, so anything that delays that transaction from happening is a problem. So you look into how to solve that issue. Um, I'm laughing to myself here. You mentioned the Gen Z ca- um, uh, age group uh, profile, but it's all instant gratification, isn't it? Everything is instant. Yeah. It has to be smooth. No tolerance for delays. Amazing, really, isn't it? And that yeah. must have a massive impact. It does because you're seeing that you're seeing the retailers that are better at catering mm. to Gen Z they are doing better. Do you know, it's it's just the way it is. But like the thing for us is we want all of our customers to do fantastic. Um, And the better they do, the better we do as well Mm -hmm. in turn. But it's very important to us. Like I see different things happening now where business owners are the main person there until 11 o'clock at night setting up items and all of that. We now have conversations with them where you need where we explain to them you need to take a step back from that because if you're doing the nitty gritty day to day work the business isn't developing and isn't growing so you need to be looking at what needs to happen in relation to social media marketing how do we target the new markets that are there um, and all of that so it's not 
I suppose what I'm saying is, yes, our core is EPOS and EPOS systems, but there's a lot more factors that sometimes retailers have a tunnel vision that they need to be brought away from and just just have a conversation with somebody about this and how the business can be made better. There's, of course, the online has been there for the last few years. It's not really a new trend, but it's still such a huge one. You can't uh, not mention it. Mm. Um, And just all the integrations that are required now because of online, you have your online sales coming into your EPOS system. So now you want to ship uh, your your products out. The problem with that is you're going to a separate system to print off your DPD, your UPS, your on-post labels. We now, for this reason, developed an integration, a shipping module, which actually, as soon as you hit that tender button, it'll print off your DPD Brilliant. or your on-post label. Mm. One of our customers down... Um, down in Clare, Tom Whelan said this is saving him up on 30 hours a week. Brilliant. What yeah. a game changer. Yeah. And time is, um, you know, the, the poor relation here. In terms of sustainability, Margaret, we're all it's the first uh, word on the top of all our lips at the moment. What are you guys doing in positive in relation to becoming a more sustainable business? I'm just going to throw a fact out there um, that was released like retail technology in the enterprise environment, it creates 1% of the overall global gas emissions in the world. Mm. Now, when you equate that, just so people understand, you're talking about half of the emissions that come from aviation or shipping. Mm. It's huge. Mm. It sounds like a tiny amount, mm. but it is huge. Mm. And I would say, like your listenership here, to take take on board that look at turn off the computers turn off the screens they all have eco settings turn on your eco settings that it goes into power saving mode um, they're just very very basic things that all of us can do mm. to um, to help this um, issue that's just getting bigger and bigger all the time Actually it's a very good idea about turning off the computers so what else is positive doing in relation to sustainable practices for your own business Think I'm thinking logistics etc So we've elected a sustainability champion who has completed the SEAI Energy Academy cert and this is to ensure the business is up to date on energy efficiencies Great. We also offer remote support uh, for 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 the team so that they don't always need to travel to work um, and travel back from work. And what we we're also encouraging now with with our own customers is um, implementations can be done remotely via uh, assistance from their own IT people. And then the training can be offered remotely. And this actually has a double benefit. When we do the remote training, we record the session. So if the customer now wants to um, revise, go back Mm. and look at are they hire new staff, they can just give them access to this training session to understand how to use the system. Very small, but simple ideas, uh, very effective. Again, the holistic approach, I really like it. A question I ask a lot of people here in terms of being a member of Guaranteed Irish. Why did Positive decide to become a member and what are the benefits or have you found any benefits of being a member of Guaranteed Irish? Oh, this is something very close to home for the Positive team. Our customers are all local retailers, local businesses. This is huge for us. Like even in work, 
um, we're always saying, you know, if people would only buy one or two Irish products every week in their shopping, what a difference it would make. I always look at my Dunn's receipt to see how many Irish purchases I got mm. last week. It was 41 Irish purchases and it made me smile. It made me feel good walking mm. out of the stores. So it did um, that. Yeah, I'm supporting some small business in it's only tiny, but the more people that do it, the bigger impact it's going to have. Um, for for our small retailers. So look, um, all I can say is that I, I really hope people take this into account when they are doing their shopping. And selecting their IT service provider in Epoth, um, in the Epoth base. Uh, I really appreciate you coming into the studio to talk to us today, Margaret. And most importantly, I think continued success to Positive. It's, it sounds like a great uh, company to work for. And I like the name Positive. And you certainly are making people think about uh, doing the right thing in a sustainable fashion. So thank you and every success to Positive. Thank you so much, Breed. If you found this advice helpful, for your business please subscribe on Apple, Spotify or any platform you listen to your podcast on it's free for all and we welcome your feedback remember by considering Irish businesses like Positive you are not only sustaining local employment but you are also playing your role in reducing the carbon footprint if you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact guaranteedirish.ie for more information. The Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, sponsored by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do.